0: for Faramir, Captain of Gondor. To show his quality.
1: Chapter 5. Discount Boromir. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is
1: Welcome back to the Spoilers 2 Towers 7 part podcast series. I'm your host Cory, and we're going to dive into Chapter 5 this time around. Now, I believe where we last left off, Aragorn had fallen after the big warg attack, and uh, Eowyn has successfully brought the refugees of Rohan to Helm's Deep. I want to say off the top, my part, there's not a lot of action in this particular segment. I'd say it's more of like decisions being made that are going to carry the stor- story forward.
2: Well, I'll say this: when we divided up the parts, you added a note to our Google document next to Chapter Five, Corey, that said the most boring part. And ever since then, you've been <laughs> bitching the loudest about timestamps. So I'm sure that's all coincidental. But...
1: hey, I said boringest. I was trying to make a little plinket joke, but <laughs> the most boringest part.
2: He
3: he took some of mine, so it's okay.
1: (laughs) I I think that's because the first thing that was on my previous notes was about Ents. And I was like, oh, Ents, not fun stuff. Uh, No, but there is some pretty good stuff that goes on in this segment. Like I said, Eowyn brings everyone to Helm's Deep, and we kind of get to see that structure. And we get to see, like, its epicness. And it's kind of leading up things to come. Theoden and all them arrive at Helm's Deep, and, you know, they tell Eowyn the bad news about Aragorn. He fell...
4: My single favorite part of this entire movie what? is Gimli coming up, going, "You fell."
5: <laughs> I
4: lose it every time he says it. Did you laugh out loud in the theater? Laughed out loud when I heard him say that. Jesus. A young, impressionable twelve-year-old me laughed hysterically when he said that. That's so strange, Stevie. I that you I still laugh to this day when he delivers that. You fell. Like I <laughs> lose it, dude. <laughs> oh my
1: goodness! It's not supposed so to be funny. It's hysterically
4: <laughs> funny to me. So thank you for having this part.
0: Lord Aragorn. where is he? He fell.
6: I get it, but I can't believe that's what you. The music gets all sad. Yeah, I can't believe that's what you've been building up to for like three pods now. Yes, <laughs> no. that's the
4: part. The favorite lines coming. It's so Never small it and so effective.
1: <laughs> Josh, well, I mean, maybe you can tell us about what uh, Saruman and Grima Wormtongue are up to. I believe they're making the first bomb.
7: Oh, uh, I think Jordan kind of teased this last time because perhaps the only reason Aragorn let Grima survive was so he might accidentally blow up Saruman in a folly, some sort of folly. <laughs> but I think another point that is made is like, yeah, Aragorn letting wor- Wormtongue go makes it so Saruman knows all the intimate details of Rohan and Helm's Deep too, right? So, he knows that there's one point of weakness. So we get a little glimpse here. I have always thought this was a pretty cool scene, but he's making, like, basically a gunpowder sort of firework bomb that's later going to be attached to a suicide orc.
3: Ugly one, too.
7: The one that had nothing to live for, even (laughs) less than the rest. (laughs) I I don't get, on this one, like,
6: it makes it seem like the gunpowder bomb thing is sorcery or, like, a new invention of uh, Saruman's but like Gandalf was lighting off fireworks last movie like this is a known thing How how is Helm's Deep not prepared for explosives
1: wizards have gunpowder You j- that just occurred to me
5: it's called C4 you idiot <laughs> <laughs> get the candle away from it <laughs> yeah, Exactly.
7: technology that's too advanced for you to know how it works always appears as if it's magic that's like an old sci-fi trope actually but mm. I think that's actually kind of cool that Gandalf uses his knowledge of gunpowder to, like, put hobbits in awe on a birthday. Saruman's (laughs) just, like, strapping it to the back of an orc, sending him in for a suicide mission. He is what Saruman should have been.
1: (laughs) I mean, they could have really progressed this whole society between the two of them, but chose not to. But, oh well. I I did mention that Aragorn had fallen, and... uh, Stevie laughed, but <laughs> no. the,
4: him falling is not funny. Gimli's delivery is hysterical.
1: I can never watch that the same way again.
4: It felt like it's just so funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everything gets all slow mo after that. It's supposed to tug at the heartstrings, man. Come on. No, it it hits the funny bone real hard. <laughs> but alas, Aragorn is not dead. Isn't that right, Brett? He's not dead. He did fall, but he is alive. <laughs> Shocker. Now, this is all movie specific stuff that's going on. Like, this is, you know, I think some of the most liberties that Peter Jackson took were with Dude, the character of Aragorn. Um, maybe you can expand on what happens here, though. Just real quick, I my dad does not really
3: like these movies that much. And it's not that surprising. He's, like, read and listened to the books probably over 40 times. And the one gripe he's got more than any other gripe is he used to be like, God, they always like, Aragorn's always getting knocked down and falling over and people are like almost killing him. He's like, he's like virtually like unstoppable, unkillable, like a a killing machine in the book. And that's what bugs him the most. So
1: he's a ring wraith in the books.
3: Yeah, he's like never in trouble. He's always just got the upper hand, but yeah, he just falls down. And then his horse that he used, is that supposed to be the horse that he let free?
7: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, my biggest question here is why don't you send out some sort of search party for the king of men? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's water down there. You never know. Well,
3: it's kind of like what Legolas was kind of mad at Theoden for. He's like, leave the dead, and he looks at him. So, yeah, I'm with you. That's that's would be where I would start.
2: There's also <laughs> a, a moment here. Uh, what, what's the elf woman's name? I always get her confused with Aeon. Arwen? Arwen. Arwen. Okay. There's a moment where. Vigo Morgensen is lying on the beach and Arwen (laughs) is kissing him. Then five seconds later, there's a shot where his horse is licking his face, and I know there's a cut where there's like a smash cut between those, and like he's (laughs) pretending that the horse is her. Like in some (laughs) dream, like
3: I know they toyed around with that idea. I think you meant Vigo Morganstern. (laughs) Vigo (laughs) Morganstern.
1: Is Aragorn saved by the power of love? Are we meant to believe that? (laughs) Not the power of spooky spoilers
2: It's the power of love I mean that's what Huey
3: Lewis was singing about so maybe Anybody? 80s people? Okay
7: It's weird Corey because it's it's an Elvish connection Because he has that dream And she kind of wakes him up But it's also an Elvish connection because he's talking To that horse And he has that conversation earlier And it ends with him saying Let this horse out into the wild Because it's seen enough war or something like that So I don't know I think they earned that horse finding him But I think Brett's point is Really true like Why is Aragorn the one Getting all messed up and his hand Caught up in a
5: I don't know Because he has to be Yeah I mean making him
4: OP (laughs) Your hero has to fail And fail and fail again (laughs) There's
5: no tension if he's just Stabbing everybody and not getting In trouble
4: He's the
3: king. You know he's not going to die.
5: He has to fail, though. Otherwise, you're going to get a story
4: like the, the new Mulan they just released. And it was so <laughs> boring because she never failed. Yeah, I know
2: Miles Morales is Spider-Man, but I still want to see him fail for half of Into the Spider-Verse. That's what makes the flip yes. so great. Yeah,
7: But it's not like he fails here and then a movie later he's like, oh, I got to not get my hand tied up in a wog. Like, there's no lesson <laughs> you know from this. He
5: just gets fucked up by these orcs. In the next movie, he should just wear a helmet. Like, prevent any further CTE. <laughs> and prevent any sort of concussions going forward. He's got, like, glasses now.
1: Goggles. <laughs> that kind of leads into some stuff with the elves. The next bit is, is kind of, like, slow and thoughtful. Stevie, we spend a little bit of time with Arwen and see what she's doing over there with Elrond. Can you kind of... Tell us about what's going on there. So, like, if Merry and Pippin getting eaten by Roots was a
4: bus almost hitting <laughs> nuns, the bus hit the nuns at this point. Like, grinding halts, it just in my opinion. They're having fights. I mean, what it comes down to is Peter Jackson pretty much made Armageddon with elves, right? Liv Tyler? <laughs> uh... is that...
1: <laughs>
4: yeah <laughs> is that the connection not enough animal crackers for my taste but don't date my daughter type stuff and quite frankly every elf flashback blends together like so, so hard great. in this movie for me it's hard to keep track of which one is which yeah. Like, I've seen this extended version numerous times and I still can't tell you which elf flashback is coming next like they all just blend together <laughs>
7: Lambus bread animal crackers.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep. Cause I miss you, baby. And I don't want to miss a thing.
1: In this part, Elrond's basically telling Arwen that. She doesn't have a future with Aragorn. She's got to leave Middle Earth to. Uh, where is it they're going? Undying Lands? The Undying, undying
6: Lands. But he's wrong because she's only like one day older than him, right?
1: Yeah, Just, oh, yeah, one year to the day. If Josh is to be believed. That portion was edited. <laughs> <laughs> what I do like about this segment is the music and the dialogue. Not necessarily, like, the substance of what's being said, but the way, like, Elrond and Galadriel speak is, like, poetry. It feels, like, magical. And that's kind of cool. Even if, like, what they're saying doesn't really amount to much and it could be just summed up in, like, a line.
7: In the
2: gathering dark, the will of the ring grows strong. It works hard now to find its way back into the hands of men. Men
0: who are so easily seduced by its power. The young captain of Gondor has but to extend his hand, take the ring for his own, and the world will fall. It is close now. So close to achieving
2: its goal. For
0: Sauron will have dominion over all life on this earth, even unto the ending of the world.
2: It's like poetry, at rhymes.
1: it's like poetry but it doesn't rhyme i i
2: really actually kind of hate these two back-to-back scenes because you have and even on the director's commentary peter jackson says the purpose of this is to reorient the audience and like provide some exposition and like level set and show the ring again we haven't showed the ring that much and i don't know between this and like the shot after this is, like, literally a map of Middle-earth and, like, Faramir pointing, like, we are here, and we need to go here. It's like, okay, a like, point. It's, it's a bit <laughs> much information and, in like, back-to-back scenes for me.
1: One of the things that's decided is, I, I, I'm pretty sure this is what they're trying to convey. Galadriel kind of, like, communicates to Elrond that maybe we should help out the men. Like, shit is not going to go well for them unless we help them, right, with this upcoming Helm's Deep thing. Mm-hmm send in Haldir. No one cares about him.
6: For some reason, I keep thinking, like, is Galadriel, like, is she intimating that Sauron's like shadow will also extend to the Undying Lands? And that's when Elrond's like, oh, no, like, let's help. Because it seems like it's pretty like,
1: if that's the case, it's just
6: out of self-interest, right?
1: So you're saying that Sauron could possibly like even go to where they are? I mean,
6: I don't get the geography. Yeah. I have no idea. But that's that's what I got from this last viewing, I guess. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just not sure if that's what she's like trying to say. Like, I think he'll, he'll, he'll come for us, too.
4: I was going to say, what I think Jordan's getting at is Elrond doesn't want to pay taxes. And when he finds out he has <laughs> yeah. to, he decides he'll help people.
2: Are the Undying Lands, like, <laughs> a continent? Or are they, like, another planet? Are they another, like, celestial plane? Like, I don't understand...
3: It's like a realm. Um, so you can't like walk there. Like you can't take. No, a- only yeah. only immortals and ring bears were allowed to live in this realm. Ah. Hmm.
7: Dude, this is just like how they wrote Indiana out of the football playoff of the Big Ten. Like, this <laughs> is a ro- like oh it. ring ring bears. Yeah, sure you can come too. You're in. <laughs> this is gonna be so dated when it comes out.
3: <laughs>
1: Corey gets it.
7: <laughs> yeah,
3: he, he's a football fanatic.
1: Yeah, totally, totally following uh, Mikey, maybe you can tell us a little bit About what's going on with Frodo and Sam They're out there being held hostage By uh, Faramir Discount Boromir <laughs> <laughs>
5: Yeah. Uh, like you said, we get that map shot That tells us exactly where we're at On our quest And I, They seem pretty far away uh, Not even close, even though They were right next to Mordor They seem to have missed a couple of directions and now they're way off course after Faramir just took them.
1: Yeah, they had a long blindfolded walk.
5: Yeah. But I like the effect of like just hiring children with Hobbit feet and then like <laughs> shuffling them around <laughs> by these adults <laughs> like playing it <in> off as <laughs> uh Sam and Frodo. Yeah, I mean, they're not really doing much. I gonna be honest Corey, I'm sorry, I fell asleep during this part. This is the most boring <laughs> part of the movie. <laughs> and I took a little nap, probably like 15 minutes, but that we'll is like half end. of your segment.
1: Well, it, it does lead into something that I, I quite like a lot. So the hobbits, they start talking to Faramir, and a couple things are revealed to Faramir. They kind of like name drop Boromir eventually, right? They say that they were traveling out of Rivendell. They talk about like, oh, yeah, we were with an elf and Gimli and this other guy P. Diddy was there but when When they say Boromir then he realizes that okay it's part of this quest and we get a little bit of a flashback Pappy I love this flashback like a lot what do you think about it? Absolutely love it
2: Uh, and the funny thing is too like I hate to like Keep referencing the director's commentary, but it's it's. I, I never ever watched these, and like I watched it for this, and it's it's so good. Like I highly recommend anyone just checking that out. It's it's freaking entertaining. But like all of these flashback scenes in Azgiliath, I am saying that right? Like yeah, with yeah, with Boromir nice. and Faramir like taking back the city, those were all shot as like pickup scenes, like years later. So like two, three years after the principal shooting, they came back and like mm. shot all of these scenes and. Whoa. They're shot, really? It's shot to provide, like, like, you know that one line, a chance for Faramir to show <laughs> yes. his quality? So this scene... Yeah, I've seen that meme. Yeah, this scene was shot after the scene where, like, he says it in the theatrical cut, right? So this scene is shot to provide context for him saying it later on in the movie, which is interesting. Yeah.
6: <laughs> makes so much more sense yeah don't ruin trivia I
2: love seeing the uh the Boromir Faramir like friendship here like they're brothers they're clearly boys like even like the kind of the fact that they unite like kind of against their dad at times they just want to drink ale and party and take back their land like I love it I think it's a great scene
0: good speech nice and short leaves more time for drinking (laughs) break out the ale these men are thirsty Remember today, little brother. Today, life is good. <laughs> what? He's here. Darn oh, moment of peace can he not give us that?
7: He? This, this does provide the Stevie question, and there's actually probably a book answer that Brett knows, but what do you imagine Faramir did to get in his dad's bad graces, like his whole life?
4: <laughs> Man, you know how you said that you thought maybe Wormtongue would, let, you know, throw a candle on a bomb by accident and everything would resolve itself. I just picture Feramir doing that, like from the day he was born. That's how I picture that, and I mean, I, maybe it's different in the book, but I feel like movie Feramir almost started simp culture. Like, he's just so passive and whiny. Like, honestly, I think simp culture, literally, he might be the godfather of it all. (laughs) But, uh, is it different in the books, book readers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brett? Josh, your, the simple answer is that he wasn't
3: Boromir. That's, I mean, that's like... That's his sin. That's what it boils (laughs) down to. And his dad just gets crazier and crazier and, like, yeah, he's obsessed with Boromir. But, no, Faramir is, like, awesome in the books. like... He's an awesome leader. They even, like, make a point to tell you that he's pretty much better than Boromir. Like, he's a better leader. He's calmer. He's, I mean, he's not a not a better fighter than Boromir, but, like, he's just, he's just overshadowed, man. Like, he can't even, nothing he can do will impress his father. Like, he's just one of those guys that, like, could do something amazing and his dad would be like, oh, well, Boromir did that, you know. Ten ten years ago, like, <laughs> but no, he's he's really written really really well in the book. I believe he's just super nice and super cool, and he prove he proves he's better than Boromir yeah. in the scene, not in this movie, but like he pretty much says, "I don't want whatever you have, I won't take it." I, he said, "I wouldn't pick it up if I saw it on the side of the road." Like
1: that proves like right there that he was better than Boromir. So. Hmm. I think this scene is great because it tells us a lot about these characters. Like, we understand all three of the main players better because of this scene. We understand Faramir better, Boromir, and Denethor. He loves you, father. Do not trouble
0: me with Faramir. I know his uses, and they are few. We have more urgent things to speak of. Elrond of Rivendell is called a meeting. He will not say why, but I have guessed its purpose. It is rumored the weapon of the enemy has been found. The One Ring. Scythus Bay. And it has fallen into the hands of the elves. Everyone will try to claim it. Men, dwarves, wizards. We cannot let that happen. This thing must come to Gondor.
4: I also think we, like you said, we understand Boromir a lot more. Because the idea of, like, going to Rivendell, you know, for the council about the ring, like, frightens him. I think deep down, just the idea of the ring frightens him because he doesn't trust himself. So I do like that this was in the extended cut. It's
0: dangerous, I know. Ever, the ring will seek to corrupt the hearts of lesser men. But you, you are strong. And our need is great. It is our blood which is being spilt. Our people who are dying... Sauron is biding his time. He's massing fresh armies. He will return, and when he does, we will be powerless to stop him. You must go. Bring me back this mighty gift. Oh, no. My place is here with my people, not in Rivendell.
7: Corey, my favorite part of this whole like little scene here is when is like, "Oh, He's here, and Boromir's like, "Can he not give us a moment's peace?" I, like, not necessarily about parents, but everyone has like, you're hanging out with someone, and the undesirable comes through the <laughs> like the doorway, and you're like, "God damn, damn it!" it. Yeah.
1: It's like when I get on the Skype call and it's like all quiet, and I'm like, "The fuck?" <laughs> oh <Okay>, god, Corey's here. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about this scene a little bit more because I like it so much. But Denethor just. He's so fucked up to mm-hmm. Faramir. <laughs> like he treats this guy <laughs> like shit. <laughs> when it's talked about going to Rivendell and Boromir's like, I, I don't know if I want to do that, man. And Faramir he's he pops up and he's like all I'll innocent. Go, he's yeah. like, I'll go. Like all nice. <laughs> Y'all talking about the ring? Can I go? <laughs> and Denethor is like, Get the fuck out of my face, dude. <laughs> Back in your cage. <laughs> he's probably fuck it up
6: anyways.
1: <laughs> uh, it's so good. <laughs> There's need to go to Rivendell.
6: Send me in his stead. You? Oh, I see. A chance for Faramir, Captain of Gondor, to show
0: his quality. I think not. I trust this mission only to your brother, the one who will not fail me.
1: But it does tell us why Faramir is this way, and when he discovers that Frodo has the ring, obviously that's the reason he wants it. But a little bit before that, Jordan, we see Gollum show up in the picture. He's kind of been away for a little while. Why don't you tell us about how that kind of goes down? He's just
6: taking a little swim in the the Forbidden Pool, and Faramir kind of brings Frodo out, and he's like, is this one of your companions? Uh, He's got a couple archers that are just ready to shoot on Gollum, which is brutal, but... It's also brutal how long Faramir makes them hold their shoot position, because, like, <laughs> man, those arms must be tired as fuck.
7: <laughs> those guys are jacked.
6: Just holding <laughs>
2: it, just holding it, waiting. How great would have been if one of them went, like, the beginning of Helm's Deep Battle and
6: just accidentally let go of that one? Whole- <laughs> <laughs> just totally an accident. But, yeah, like, Frodo ends up saying, like, we kind of get a, get a glimpse into his mindset here that he's, he's bound to Gollum, is how he says it, or Smeagol. And so he goes down to him and gets him to come out of the pool uh, because it's under punishment of death for anyone who enters that,
5: apparently. Which is a bad rule, by the way. But
6: <laughs> It is. <laughs> it's a, it's you don't want mogu- a greasy
5: Gollum <laughs> hanging out in your nice pool, just stanking it up. No one can have it. I mean, don't let Gollum in, but uh, it looks so nice.
7: Nice and cool. But yeah,
6: he, like, <laughs> he coaxes Gollum out and then, like, faramir's boys like grab him and they're pretty rough with him and the extended edition actually shows them beating his ass in a cave (laughs) they do not show that in the theatrical cut and i was pretty shocked uh this time around after the first viewing here it's a very Uh, annoying choice too when they're beating his ass because like faramir's
2: looking the other way you know what i mean i don't know like what that's supposed to signal to me like okay he's he's not He's, he's bad enough of a guy to have this like innocent creature's ass beat, but not so bad of a guy that he wants to <laughs> watch his ass being beat. Like It's very, a very weird choice.
6: It Brett, is. You're, you said that Faramir is awesome, but he does not seem so nice and cool. No, here. no
3: I mean, I, again, I, I said <laughs> he's definitely, they really, really, they like take him being the kind of the, oh God, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, never can be good enough for Daddy. They they mm-hmm. really go they really go with that yeah. in this, and he, it's really not like that in the. And they're in an area that they wouldn't even let the the two hobbits see. Like they had to blindfold them to get there. It's like they're very 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 secret area. So um, that's why Gollum kind of comes up on the backside of it. I mean he doesn't know they're there, but like they can't risk it, and that's why they were like we're gonna kill him. So yeah, I mean, he's really douchey in this in this movie, I'm right. not gonna lie, he's douchey.
7: Yeah, they don't have time for like a
6: full redemption right. arc here, I guess.
7: <laughs> Putting yourself back in like medieval times, Faramir's shoes, you see a creature like this coming out of the brush in wartime?
5: Oh, you kill it. We're lucky <laughs> one, he one didn't time.
7: slit his throat right away, <laughs> like, pretty lenient, really. Just beat his ass instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just torturing <laughs>
1: They fuck him up, man <laughs> But uh, the reason they beat his ass Is to get him to confess Where he's leading the hobbits Now, I guess it's just easier On his conscience to, like, beat up Gollum instead of the hobbits Because they look like normal people I don't they're know why They're cuter Yeah, they're much cuter
7: You can't beat up Elijah Wood Look at his beautiful blue eyes <laughs>
1: I mean, he does the dick thing. He basically says, all right, I'm going to take the ring. But he doesn't actually take it in that moment. That kind of leads us into the next bit. Pappy Aragorn, he arrives back at Helm's Deep. And, uh, I mean, who do you think is happier to see him? Legolas or Eowyn?
2: Oh, Eowyn... For sure. Uh, I mean, Le- Orlando Bloom's doing some of his best acting by not moving any muscles on his face, uh, which is <laughs> <My> pretty, <God. laughs> pretty great stuff there. Uh, expressionless <laughs> as always, stoic elf. Uh, but no, Aowen, seems really overjoyed. And like that shot where like Aero- or Aragorn busts in the doors, right? It's such a badass shot. Like it is. It would have been very easy to like have that be the badass shot, but I, I do like that we get to spend some time with like everyone's seeing him come back you know what i mean it's kind of it's kind of nice and it makes you like love these characters even more where
0: is he get out of the way i'm gonna kill him you are the luckiest the canniest and the most reckless man i ever knew bless you laddie
1: what aragorn does is he's he's worn in theoden all the orcs are coming they're basically preparing for the big event to come in this movie, the final act, the Battle of Helm's Deep. For some reason, Theoden doesn't want to ask anyone for help. Anyone got opinions
5: on that? Nah. He's a bad leader? (laughs) (laughs) Dumb. I think clearly their backs are up against a literal wall. Uh, I'd be taking any kind of help you can get. I don't know what his deal is. I think it has to do with his arc, which I love Theoden's arc. So...
4: I think he, in this movie especially, like in the movies, I never read the books, I think he sees himself as kind of like a fatherly figure, like a father of his kingdom, <clears throat> which he failed because he let Wormtongue in. His uh, son died, so he failed as a father there. And I think, like, he's kind of trying to regain that title by, like, you know, I can lead these people, I can do it, I don't need to depend on anybody else. Mm-hmm. That's the way I kind of took it. He even
2: mentions his niece or his daughter, his sister daughter however brett put that like he failed he should have been a father to her right like he even Mm -hmm. mentions that so
4: that's really smart so i think being a father was extra important to him
6: theoden seems he just seems really insecure like there's a scene when gandalf is trying to convince him not to go to helms deep and we kind of talked about like why that would be the case but like Gandalf kind of puts his hand on, like, the arm of his throne and Thaden kind of gives it a glance. Um, and then there's later when he, like, confronts Aragorn about who is the king of Rohan. And then here, like, he's he's being really defensive about, like, how Helm's Deep is impenetrable. And, like, this is no mere fort. Like, it's never been penetrated mm-hmm. at all. Um, and it, it just seems like he's very, like, he's dug his heels in. And he's like, no, fuck it. Like, we can handle this.
3: He's kind of a stubborn old goat.
0: You must call for aid. And who will come? Elves? Dwarves? We are not so lucky in our friends as you. The old alliances are dead. Gondor will answer. Gondor? Where was Gondor when the Westfall fell? Where was Gondor when our enemies closed in around us? Where was gone? No, my lord
1: Aragorn. We are alone. That leads us to the end of this segment, pretty much. With a, it ends with a line that is kind of perfect, leading into the, our next two parts.
0: There is no time. War is upon us.
1: Any final thoughts before trivia?
7: Mine is when Theoden says earlier. I think it actually was in Jordan's episode. He's like, "Your witchcraft would have me crawling on all fours like a beast." <laughs> <laughs> I just really like that oh, line.
3: I got one that I laugh every time. I don't even remember exactly what it is, but Gollum just freaking screams.
0: My precious...
7: That's this episode, right? Where he
3: is like ah, like Dude, my <laughs> What part is that? But it? But yeah, they
2: every time. It's after they beat his ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. What did he take from you? It's my precious.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, so good. Oh my god. Whew.
7: I don't know any more last second notes. I can get into trivia. It's cool
6: there's the one scene where i forget i don't remember what the guy's name is but he's like telling the villagers to like hey we're about to head to helms deep he says do not burden yourself with treasures and that's like oh, yeah. me anytime we go out to eat anywhere it's like don't <laughs> you don't bring a bunch of stuff like let's just go
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> one more thing too like we recorded three pods tonight it's after midnight on the east coast if you're enjoying what you're hearing you know maybe uh, think about being a stauncher on Patreon it's late for the boys they're putting in a lot of work for you (laughs) really are
3: Mikey if they're like don't take any possessions you're like "Uh, F you I'm taking my PS5 (laughs)
4: you're definitely taking some sort of video game
5: I think I would be asking how far is this walk first (laughs) get the right you're like I'm gonna chill here I'm good I'm good
4: I think like this is the funniest out of the 3 movies. And I think it would have been great when the guy goes, you know, don't burden yourself with possessions, and one guy in the back just goes, we ain't got nothing, you dumb son of a bitch.
5: With all these rocks, what do you mean?
7: <laughs> or if he was like don't bring possessions and someone's like, "And no religion, too?"
5: Oh my god.
7: Okay, let's get to trivia.
2: And that's how Imagine was written.
7: (laughs) So yeah, subscribe to our Patreon, and here's our trivia section. Um, I did not give the standings in the last episode, because quite frankly, I was shook. I've been messing up (laughs) trivia quite a
1: bit lately.
7: (laughs) But here's where it stands. Pappy, you are in first place, and there's only two episodes left after this, so you're sitting in a good spot. Pappy has 11 points. Jordan, you're one behind him at 10. Corey, you're at 9 Stevie 8 Brett Mm. also at 8 Mikey You're looking like a favorite for the Golem again
5: I want a recount (laughs) and I want all of Pappy's points Allocated to me (laughs) (laughs) That might happen
7: We'll wait till the electoral college Like puts it in but for right now You're at 4 So the name of tonight's trivia is Quote A chance for Faramir, captain of Gondor To show his Elkhart quality
1: Oh, Sounds fair.
7: <laughs> so, my question to you is, with a Google Maps search, how many businesses in Elkhart have the name Quality in them? The oh, answer, just like the last two pods, because this is a group of three, it's under a <laughs> thousand.
3: Like, like really under a thousand, or like last time under a thousand? Yeah.
4: It's just a a joke I just questioned my liege (laughs) (laughs) Corey Is is this Elkhart County or Elkhart City, Josh? Elkhart City Elkhart City, okay (laughs) City proper
7: I just want to give Corey An additional hint Elkhart's population is like 52,000 So Just for everyone out there It's Elkhart, Indiana Hmm. Pappy, you are up first Gonna say
0: mm,
2: twenty-two. Cory,
7: city limits. Oh, sorry, Jordan. And it took all of my strength to
2: not say four hundred and (laughs) twenty, but that's what I had to win.
6: (laughs) I'm gonna say fourteen.
1: Corey. I'm gonna say twenty. Good
7: guess. <laughs> Mikey's gonna say sixty-nine. Stevie and Brett, you guys are tied at eight. Ring bear I'm gets up. the advantage. Going invisible. Brett, you're up.
0: <laughs> I <love that>. <laughs> um <laughs>
3: uh, I will go with Let's uh, fifty four.
4: TV? What's the lowest answer so far? 14. I think it's a trick question. Uh, has anybody said lucky number seven yet?
7: No. I'll say seven. No. Eleven. <laughs> no one said Sleven. Mikey.
5: Uh, Elkhart is a hotbed of quality. true. Uh, <laughs> Whether it be good or bad quality. There's quality there. I'll say 21. Locks himself
7: in. I got to say, besides Brett, these were some amazing guesses. <laughs> Brett, you <laughs> didn't get last. Total number of quality businesses in Elkhart, Indiana is 19. Oh, so yeah. y'all were dancing around it quite a bit. Corey, you guessed 20. So you got first, Mikey second, Pappy third, um, Jordan with 14, damn i'm getting killed <clears throat> pappy or yeah stevie did fall back a little bit
2: man you might want to tank and play for golem and try i know to i want to be versus. the golem yeah <laughs>
7: <laughs> so just briefly the standings kind of look like the rich get richer pappy and jordan and Corey still towards the top and uh mikey and stevie towards the bottom well next episode we'll give you a full full count
3: already the
1: golem you just ignoring me i gotta be in last place right
7: (laughs) no you're not in last place
1: okay all right josh thank you for the trivia i guess we'll see you guys next time when we get into helms deep in chapter six and seven take it away spoiler man
0: spoiler man here our email is podcast at gmail.com twitter is at spoilers underscore pod our instagram is podcast spoilers it's lit josh hensley from the rutabaga wrote our theme song our spoilers hotline is 903-776-4507 that's 903 spoil 07 Please support this podcast by leaving us an iTunes review. To do this, one, search for movie spoilers. Two, click on our orange Spoilers Bowl logo and scroll all the way to the bottom. Three, leave us some stars and some words. Now you can check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Podcasts. If you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. That was spoilers.